Welcome back to That's the Tea. I'm RJ. And I'm Ryan. And we are here bringing you football news in the most digestible way possible. Today, Ryan, today, it is our week six preview episode. And you know how we start it every single week. It is a pick recap of week five. Ryan, if you could describe how well or bad you did in one word for week five, what would it be? Spectacular. Spectacular. <laughs> I love how you looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> I am I am shocked. You, you get one word. What word are you? Oh, terrible. <laughs> what was your record? I went eight and 15. Oh, eight, eight out of 15. Yes. Okay. okay. I went 11 out of 15. Oh, you didn't even do that great. <laughs> Sorry, <I'm only> <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that great. I was just hyped. It, was, it wasn't a shabby week at all for me. I tried here. I tried talking to the football gods, right? About the Lions and the Jets getting their first win. But he told me to try again next week. So that's where two of my losses came from. Other games that threw me off were the Eagles beating the Panthers. Like, I didn't expect that. And the Saints coming out on top against Washington, even though Jameis Winston pulled his little thing where, you know, one play he does good, next play bad, and then one play good. Yeah. And then also my Raiders losing to the Bears. Very, very fair. Very fair. I think I lost on a lot of the ones where we had our our head-to-heads when I was, when I was banging my I drum. What did I last week? What was my Denver. I think I was banging my drum with Denver. They lost to well, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah, yeah. What I tell you last week, man, I told you this. These are the games that will separate the great from the average. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> and I think there. we know who the great is. Whoa, whoa, whoa! There, Ryan. You know what? We are right, okay. You know what? Here, we'll let the analytics speak for themselves because you like them. So give me yes. your overall pick record. I have forty-three out of seventy, so I think I have a forty-three and thirty-two record. Okay, I have a wait, wait, wait. You have a what? 43 and 32. 43, 32. Okay, I have a 48 and 31. Oh, I probably miscounted. Um, this, this is a problem because you know what's funny? Because my up. number, my my 43 <laughs> is right. My 48 is right. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Like 48. I have wait. 40, 48, 31, meaning that I counted a total of 79 games. You counted How a total there 79 75. games if there are 15 games every week, Ryan. Some games have some weeks have 16. When? <laughs> I literally think last, just last week because we went 11 and 5. Or we I did 11 out of 15. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I went 11 and 5, meaning that there were 16 games in week five. There were some weeks with 16 games. <laughs> RJ is counting his screen. Okay, we will we will go back and we will we will figure it out. And I I will count again to get my numbers right. And you should double yes, check. The we we out. will double check right after this episode. But you do understand where I'm coming from, right? If yes, we went I eleven do. and five. There was yeah. Okay. Okay. Very true. Okay. <laughs> let's get let's get oh, back dude. to it. Yeah, We're yeah. not good at math. All right. No, we are not. Do you have anything else to say about our previous week's pick recap? rough week i will say again it was it was definitely just the uh i think the minnesota game the carolina game were like the two big ones oh cincinnati got me too 
that was I think that one was the one that hurt the most. It was Cincinnati. They could have won multiple times. That's the worst part. I think it's sometimes you just don't want to win because you want a higher draft pick. See, it's just they were three and one. Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dig too deep into it, but it's like I don't know. Just man, having Cincinnati lose. Plus, what happened on Monday night? I'm like, man, can I just have one or the other? Why gotta be both? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's start it off. Week six picks Thursday night football. Tomorrow, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers four and one at the two and three Philadelphia Eagles. Talked about it in the last podcast. Tampa Bay looks too good right now. They're gonna take care of business against the Eagles. I think the Eagles are trending in the right direction, but. Tampa Bay is just too good. Give me Tampa Bay for this one. Yes. Tampa Bay also kept it relatively close last week. And I think they toyed with Dolphins fans, giving them hope that a win could be possible for Miami. But uh, they ended up scoring like what? They dropped like 17 points or something in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So I, I also go Bucks. You know, Jason Sanders, the kicker for the Bucks. Please make a, field, a few field goals because you are my new kicker now. I dropped Young Ho. (laughs) You're letting people know my fantasy decisions and fantasy life as well. You know, it's a really good transition. It's the Dolphins and the Jaguars because the Jaguars haven't kicked a field goal all year. They haven't? No. Interesting. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe Urban Meyer doesn't believe in field goals. Or maybe they just don't go to the red zone very often. Often. You're right. You're right. You're right. They they're too good. They don't need to kick field goals. You know what? There you go. They're so efficient that they only score touchdowns when they get close. Exactly. Why settle for three when you can get four more and get seven? Exactly. But for this game, no one else is here. Miami's getting healthier. Is this the time that Jacksonville wins? God damn it. If it happens, it happens. I'm going with Miami though. Ah, this is where the great separates again. <laughs> Tua is back at practice. Can he start? I don't know. Um, uh, sure. I, 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 I give you respect for choosing Miami, but I think this game is going to be more of a coin flip, kind of like how you prefaced it. But I think James Robinson and LaVishka Chanel looks better. Miles Gaskin and Malcolm Brown. Uh My gut is telling me Jacksonville. It's time to save Urban Meyer because we look at the Jacksonville schedule. This is their only winnable game left. Like, I don't recall, but let me pull up their schedule. Like, I looked at it and I was like, this is their only game left after this. Do you know who had more targets than Marvin Marvin Jones and LaVisca Chenault last week, Ryan? Who? Dan Arnold and Jamal Agnew. Ryan, let me let me back this up just a little bit. We're we're not gonna talk very much about this anymore. Ryan, if you were coaching the Jaguars, who if you just had to just name one player, please, to just have eight targets, who would it be? And it was up to my discretion. Yes, you, you. Probably I I give it to Lavishka Chanel. Give it to Lavishka Chanel. Right? He's so my gadget he, guy. Why did he only have three? 
and it's because Urban Meyer was not focused on the game. He would he had other things to deal with. How do you give Dan Arnold eight targets and Marvin Jones four or five? How did you, how did you start Carlos Hyde over James Robinson? I don't know. That's why I can't pick this team, Ryan. I think that <laughs> Urban Meyer wants out of the NFL. He's he's signaling for help, but no one sees it as a call for help. It's just I'm again. I will. I'm just gonna keep picking against Jacksonville until they prove me wrong. So we can right. move on to the next one. RJ goes Dolphins. I go Jaguars. Next up, we got the Kansas City Chiefs. Huh. Two and three <laughs> losers at the Washington Football Team. And they're also two and three. I mean, can you believe that the Chiefs and the football team have the same record? Five weeks into the season. You know what's crazier? No one would have thought they had these records. Exactly. Given the hype coming out. The smile on my face is so big that Kansas City sitting at two and three. Your team is not that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Kansas City. And I talked about it in the last podcast. Casey is mad, and I am scared if I'm playing on the Washington football team. Yes. I'm going Casey as well, even though Mahomes is human again now. And he actually looks like he struggles a little bit out there. Next up, we got the Los Angeles Rams, 4-1 and one at the New York Giants, 1-4. and four. Are you ready to play this week, Ryan? Say it again. Are you ready to play this week? Am I ready to play? Yeah, because we might have to with how many injuries the Giants have this year. You're, you're, you're oh right. Oh, my God. Well, John is... Ross is a starting wide receiver this week if Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, and Darius Slayton cannot play. Don't worry. There's Kadarius Tony. Ah, uh, yeah. He'll... I picked him up. He's actually really good. He's actually – like I'm him. surprised. I don't know if you saw the uh... – I think you picked him up in, in one of our leagues that we're in. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the tape. Oh, my God. His feet move so fast. Yeah, if only he can keep his hands to himself. Very true. Okay, I'm going with the Rams, though. <laughs> the Rams are just too good. I'm... The Giants don't have weapons. <laughs> yep, I'm going Rams as well. Next up, Houston Texans. They are 1-4 and four at the 1-4 and four Indianapolis Colts. Should have been the, uh, what is it, 2-3 and three Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis. I... <laughs> Indianapolis. <laughs> I'm going to pick Indianapolis. I also picked Indiana Polis. I crapped on Davis Mills last week. I called him the second coming of Nathan Peterman. You know that he threw like three touchdowns last week? Yes. So my point is, <laughs> you guys should have known that Davis Mills would have had a good game because I talked bad about him last week. <laughs> man, everything I say gets jinxed, man. It's, it's very frustrating. Very not good. It's so funny because when we first started this podcast, that was like one of our barriers of starting the podcast. It was the fact that every time we would say something, the opposite would happen. And it, yeah. it has happened. And I realized that's not necessarily a bad thing. You just have to hear what I say and then put your brain to work a little bit and think of the opposite scenario and then go with that because that's what's going to happen. Very fair. Very, very fair. You want the cold. Cool. Yes. All right. Let's go. Our next game, Cincinnati Bengals. They are three and two at the 0 and five, the uh, the winless D- Detroit Lions. I think the Lions are the best 0 and five team ever. I think so too. And because of that, you were going to choose the D- Detroit Lions, right? No, I'm picking the Bengals. I picked the Lions. Uh, 
I'm knocking on God's door again this week, asking for a Lions win. He told me to come back this week. I came back. Very fair. Hopefully, this could be a game that could kind of turn it around for me in our picks they did. for the week. I mean, the Lions, 17-19 against the Vikings last week, pretty damn close. I think they, I think they might have it this week. Joe They're Burrow might not be able to get the plays out with he his throat learn, contusion. He will learn ASL by then. <laughs> Tell next me, you're telling me 10 other players will also learn ASL. Yes, okay. Exactly. A- ASL. <laughs> Never heard of this. <laughs> All right. Our next game. We have next game. The, oh, go ahead. Go, oh, go ahead. Yeah. We have the Packers who are four and one going against the Chicago Bears who are three and two. Who do you have, Ryan? The Packers have been undefeated since week one, and nothing is going to change. The Bears beat the Raiders last week. Big whoop. You know, like, sure, you beat the Raiders. Congrats. You're going to the Super Bowl, you know? But, yeah. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Go Packers. That's your go, go Pack, go. Go Pack, go. Yeah, every week. Go Pack, go. You really don't need analysis for this one. You it's don't. Green Bay. If Chicago wins, my God, I'd be concerned for the Packers. No, there's no way Chicago wins. That's what I'm Field saying. is too raw. That's what I'm too saying. raw. Too raw. Unless, unless Allen Robinson goes off. Oh, see, I don't know why. Bring... Allen Robinson will probably go off this week. No. Why, well, why, why would he go off? Because I'm playing against Allen Robinson. Oh, this week. you're right. You're right. Everyone start Allen Robinson. Everyone start. I'm telling you, he's going to catch a touchdown pass. You heard it here. All right. Go for it. Next up. The four and one Los Angeles Chargers at the three and one Baltimore Ravens. What a great four matchup! One. Oh yeah, four and one. You're right, you're right. They just four won. And one, yes, they did. But yes, I think this is another potential shootout. I think so too. Very exciting game. Too bad it's not in prime time. Too bad it's not a. If they were to flex a game to prime time, I wish it was this one. You flex this game. This is the game you flex. This is the game, right? I, I, I mean, not pooping on Seattle and, and Pittsburgh. But no, I no, mean... no. You're pooping on Seattle and Pittsburgh. <laughs> we have the opportunity to watch Eckler and Lamb Lamb come in here and basically win people another fantasy game because they're going to have a huge week. I agree with We you, don't get right? to see it. I don't even know if this game will be televised for me. <laughs> Jesus. I don't, I don't know either. You know, I really want to, I really hope they flex this game. I, really I, I don't do. think they will. I haven't heard anything yet. They're talking about flexing the, the Niners and the, the Colts game next week. Oh, okay. So they're, they're moving on to next week already. They don't want to talk about this week. I don't get anyways. I'm going with the Ravens for this pick. I think even though they're on short rest, they played really freaking well against the Colts. Yeah. And they're going to get a little bit healthier. Rashad mm-hmm. Bateman might play. Oh, Rashad Bateman. Rookie debut. Our next game, the 2-3 and three Minnesota Vikings at the 3-2 and two Carolina Panthers. Correct. Wait, did you, pick, did you pick the Chargers or the Ravens? Oh, shoot. Wait, who did you pick? I, 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 I realized I didn't I even say who I picked. Oh, yeah, I picked the Ravens too. Okay, good. Good. Sorry. <laughs> I was so ahead of myself. <laughs> um, I yeah. will go with Carolina for this one. Oh, Carolina. Yeah. How come? CMC, baby. Wait, wait, wait. Is his first week back and you're confident starting him? Just him on the <laughs> field? 
the whole game plan changes. Very true. Very true. But the Panthers have lost uh, every game since being undefeated at 3-0. Uh-huh. No worries? No concerns? Those were the games that CMC didn't play. Okay. I go Vikings. <clears throat> Your favorite team is up next. The 5-0 undefeated Arizona Cardinals at the 3-2 and Cleveland Browns. Cleveland. You just... I have a feeling... This is a disclaimer, and this is just because I know RJ. I believe that this pick has no analysis, is all based off emotion, and uh, he chose Cleveland just to choose Cleveland and to have Arizona lose. Is that correct? I actually think because no Chandler Jones, their defense might not be as scary. Okay, okay. But you don't think you don't want to ride the hot hand? You know, don't mess with the hot hand or you'll get burned. I don't see a hot hand. Kyler Murray's hurt. Browns are one-dimensional. They have two running backs that makes it one-and-a-half-dimensional. I like that. I like that. Okay. We have a lot of games where we're kind of split or kind of torn, can't agree. But, all right, you go Browns, I go Cardinals. And we're going to be split for this next one, too. Okay, way, way to automatically assume who I'm going to choose, all right? Next up, the 3-2 and two Las Vegas Raiders at the 3-2 and two Denver Broncos. You're going to pick the Broncos. Me? Yeah, you. You, you will pick the Broncos then. Because I'm not picking the Raiders. Oh, I'm not picking the Broncos. Okay, there you go. See, I told you we'd have, we'd have a different pick. All right, all right. I will talk about a player later. On why I okay. think they will win. I am praying to the football gods. Or, you know, I pray to the football gods for your guys' team every week. So I think this week I ask in return that you pray to the football gods for me because we may need it in this game. No, no. That's not how prayers work. <laughs> it doesn't work? I can't ask you to send me a prayer? Okay, fine. You know what? I'm going to close my eyes. Ryan, I hope your team shows up on Sunday healthy and i hope that they at least can perform better than they did the last two weeks you can you can you also ask for them to have the drive to play and to move the offense that'll be great i hope that the raiders actually want to play and have the motivation to play especially because they really need it because they don't have much guidance right now and you know your prayer probably means a lot it means more than the 10 words that you said because Derek Carr is also a man of God so God is going to bless Derek Carr and oh, you know we're going to have a great game with the Denver Broncos who's that <laughs> next game 4-1 and one Dallas Cowboys at the 2-3 and three New England Patriots give me Dallas uh, they're just too good I am surprised offense is good Defense is great. The Patriots look like they are going to rebuild, and this is a developmental year for Mac Jones now. That's it. I don't think the Patriots are going to win this one. It's not going to be yeah. close either. I'm also going with the Dallas Cowboys. I think the Patriots' offense, on the other hand, is similar to what we talked about for the Saints' offense. No, no, not the Saints. The Steelers' offense, where they kind of throw these screens. And I saw a video recently about the Pats, how they have settled for a bunch of field goals in the red zone. And it's because they keep throwing screens to different players for little to no gain. 
mm-hmm. in the red zone. So it's like, I don't understand. Why don't you throw the ball at least just two yards down? You know, whatever. They invest so much into their tight ends that it, it baffles my mind that they struggle. Getting in the ball in, to in their the tight ends. On blanking goal. Yeah. Like it, it frustrates me. And they're a run first team too. So yeah. why? Why is it hard? Well, because, you know, know, their running backs are all injured. And Jacoby Myers, you know, doesn't want to catch the ball. He prefers to drop it. No, no, no. Did you see? Did you see that pass? I did. I did. Okay. Okay. He doesn't drop it. He's allergic to the end zone. Allergic. Yeah, he still hasn't scored a touchdown yet. Exactly. See, if he caught that, then he he had a clear shot, and he didn't want to reveal. He didn't want allergic. So he He has a streak. You're right. You're right. He's on a hot streak right now that he cannot break. He is on a mission. Man's on a mission. The man is on a mission. Okay, so our Sunday night football game, prime time Sunday night, we got the two and three Seattle Seahawks at the also two and three Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, you're taking I a while. See, I want to go Seattle. I really did. I think the Steelers are going to be a little bit better, though. I also trust Steelers. We agreed on one thing. It's crazy. The Steelers kind of, not that they looked good against Denver, but they'll probably be able to move the ball better. I think, Yeah. I I don't mean to say it like this, but you know what? On first and 10, not passing it to Juju for two yards, is going to do them wonders because now they can get four or five. Because they don't have that option anymore. It's like Urban Meyer when he didn't have the option to, uh, what, throw it to DJ Chark anymore or whoever it was, and he had to use LaVishka Chenault. And then he forgot about him. Probably probably was on the roster. You know, like his other paper was covering up LaVisca Chenault's name. And by halftime, he <laughs> fixed his papers. Oh, my God, LaVisca Chenault's playing this week. And oh, shoot, he's on my team. Okay, he's on my team. Oh, it wasn't Chark that got her. No wonder when I was calling those plays, no one understood it. <laughs> God damn it, Urban Meyer. <laughs> but, yeah, we dogged on the Steelers for having a lifeless offense, and they answered last week. No surprise there. We dogged on the team. They show up, prove us wrong. And uh, we also cannot say let Russ cook anymore because he is injured. He was in the oven for too long, I think. And now he's burnt. Oh. <laughs> We're going to move on to the next one. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers wins here. Monday night football, prime time, 4-1 Buffalo Bills at the 3-2 and two Tennessee Titans. Yes. Buffalo is very good, but Ryan... There's one player on the Niners who will not enjoy watching this one. Emmanuel. Oh, oh no, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. Josh Norman. Oh, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Last time the Bills and Titans played on primetime, Josh Norman was... He was manhandled. He, he got destroyed. It was really bad. That guy got a lot of airtime. Must hurt. What? The body or the um, ego? <laughs> How about both? <laughs> I'm surprised he still mustered up the courage to play for the Niners. If I was him, to be honest, I don't think I have the, I don't think I have the will and like the the pride to come back. I think that I think the Niners play the Titans this this year. If you're Josh Norman, do you uh, have a nagging hamstring injury? <laughs> you just ask for a, a leave. <laughs> just, ask for, just be, a, be a, just, a Devontae one Davis. Vontae Davis and retire by halftime. <laughs> retire at halftime. <laughs> Honestly, if Derrick Henry shows up and he stiff arms you again, I think you retire at halftime. 
Because you already know. Before the game ends, you already made on Highlight Heaven on YouTube. <laughs> the game is not even over, and you're on Highlight Heaven. Exactly. So who are you going for, though? I'm going Buffalo. They are a very, very good team. I think they're the favorites to win the AFC. I also will go with Buffalo. I said the Chargers are the best team in the AFC, but I think the Bills are making me less confident in that statement. Uh, We really need to see Buffalo versus Los Angeles. AFC championship game? I hope so. I wish that they saw each other before, but... No, no, that was the Chiefs job. (laughs) Do they really not play Buffalo? We'll look it up. Chargers don't play Buffalo. They don't. Interesting. So does Denver play Buffalo? No, I think I think the, the AFC West and whatever division the Buffalo Bills are in was kind of like the one where you, if your team was first last year, you played the first team in oh, last year. Well, that's why the Chiefs got the Bills. God, yeah, it was one of those things. All right, so week six teasers of the week. I will start off with the boom picks for week six at quarterback. Talked about him in the podcast last time. Carson Wentz. Versus the Texans, they're able to move the ball pretty well. T.Y. Hilton's coming back. I think Carson Wentz is going to have a pretty good game against the Texans team that is still trying to figure it out. Yeah, he didn't look bad at all on Monday. At running back, sorry, Ryan, I have Javante Williams against the Raiders. Williams is looking more efficient. Oh, Ryan, when he runs for 100 yards and a touchdown – just expect your phone to blow up. It will blow up, but we're going to come up with a dub. Okay. I don't know about that, Ryan. Rudin is but... gone. We're not going to run the ball 40 times a game when we're down 40 points anymore. Also, you will be down 40 points. That's my point. Javante Williams, start him because when the Raiders are down 40 points, the Broncos will want to run the ball. Doesn't matter where you're at. Javante Williams. It's where you end. Doesn't matter. You, you want to bring up something? Colts and the Ravens, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. We will move on. Jacoby Myers versus Dallas is my wide receiver who will boom this week. I understand that he might get coverage from Trayvon Diggs. I get it. But Jacoby Myers is due for a touchdown. And I think when he gets his first touchdown, he'll get another one that same game. And I think it's going to happen here versus Dallas. Wow. Two in one game. What a lucky man. Two in one game. And to end it off, I talked about him in the podcast. Last episode, Zach Ertz versus Tampa Bay. No Dallas Goddard. Prime spot for Zach Ertz. Prime time game. They're going to be playing from behind. They'll be throwing the ball a lot. Those are my boom picks for the week. Ryan, take it away for players who will not boom, but bust. I will try to speed through it. I got a lot of notes on it, so I'll breeze through it. QB, I got a bust. Dak Prescott. I was doing I was doing my due diligence, as Mike Mayock would say, for week six, right? And I saw an interesting name, you know, Dak Prescott. I, I saw him on a news article, but I think it, it makes sense is because it's he's or the reason for it making sense is because he's going against a stingy Pats defense. They ranked fifth in yards allowed in the league. They also held Brady to zero TDs. Granted, they do know Brady inside out, but. I still stand by Dallas winning this game, but maybe temper your expectations for Dak. Running back, bust, Josh Jacobs. Hear me out. He had a 14-point game last week, and I know what you're thinking. Wow, he's pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, true. He is good. But 
I think we can all objectively agree that the Raiders passing game is better than the running game with their horrendous O-line play. So don't fall for Jacobs. To be honest, I think we, me and RJ talked about this. You sell them high while you can. I think this offense could be more balanced now that Drew Gruden is gone. My bust pick for wide receiver, Kadarius Tony. I picked him up and I paid $24 for the man. So don't get me wrong. I, I still like him. But coming off a 24-point performance against Dallas, and now he has to face the Rams, low-key oof for the man. The Rams' defense aren't as elite this year, but they're stingier than Dallas's passing defense. He's lining up across from Jalen Ramsey as well. Just, just temper your expectations for this week. But still keep him. I, I picked him up, so still keep him. Tight end bust. Why Why are you making this face? What do you have to say, man? It's because I didn't know how much you spent on Kadarius Tony. Because this is Ryan. You, you know you spent, I'm not going to say how much money you spent. You spent X amount on Chuba Hubbard. And did you start him once? Don't, don't worry. Your, your man CMC is another version of Jimmy G. All right? Don't worry. I, I got a plan. I'm on a mission as well, all right? You're on a mission. Okay. There you may know, have I been just... some drop passes like Jacoby Myers, but I am on a mission. Don't worry. God, I just hope. That maybe Kadarius Tony finds a spot in your lineup sometime he will. this year. He will, because Odell, Odell's about to get dropped. <laughs> God damn Odell. Please, man. It's actually Baker's fault. Give me 10 seconds. It's Baker's fault. Baker is missing Odell. All right. Like, my God. All right. Tight end, tight end bus. Back to the Browns. David Ninjoku. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he scored more points in week five than he did uh, all of week one to four. So I think if you're a risky guy, then sure, go for it. But I don't like this risk. You know, I'd rather do something else that's riskier than, you know, start David Njoku. Arizona has allowed the fewest points to tight ends this year. And I bet that Cleveland will rely on Chubb and Hunt. You talk, sorry. Just because you bring up tight end David Njoku. If you really need a tight end and Zach Ertz is not available, Ricky steals Jones. Ah, yes, Ricky. Seven targets. Pretty good. That guy always just sticks around, dude. I feel like he's pretty old, but his name just never, never, like, what is the word? Never disappears, never escapes your mind. Guessing the age right now. Yes, 33. You know, he's is he 33. Uh, okay, do you is he 33? He's not 33. Is oh, he older yeah. or younger than, than Logan Thomas? Older than Logan Thomas, right? Is that your final answer? The, fuck. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I did not mean to swear. <laughs> Just because you asked, is that my final answer? Making me doubt myself again. No, yeah, it's my final answer. Logan Thomas is 30 years old. Ricky Seals Jones is 26. What? Ricky Seals Jones is that young? Yeah. Since when? Like- you know what's the best part? His birthday already passed. So he just turned 26 this year. Yes. Oh God. Okay. I got I got my all my facts all wrong, man. <laughs> I thought he was old too. He came out, yeah. he came out as an undrafted free agent in 2017, which seems like a long time, but apparently he was only like 21 when he got which like, makes sense. Yeah, up. it's all, it's only been four years. Yeah. So yeah. Pretty Not good bad. stuff. But yeah, that's all I had, Ryan. Is there anything else for you? 
And that is also all that I have. So to everyone that has made it this far, thank you for listening. And may the football gods bless your team with more wins this year. We'll catch you guys again next week when we run it back for week seven. And that's the T. And that's the T. Take care, y'all.